today on the Tearsheet Podcast. So we've done over seven, almost eight billion of uh, unsecured loans over the course of Avant's existence uh, to, to consumers. Um, we've had, gosh, I think nearly two million um, overall transactions with consumers. So that's a lot of data. And so yeah. what we've been able to do over time is continue to expand our, um, our ability to underwrite you know, beyond where we've, where we've been most recently. Welcome to the Tearsheet Podcast. I'm Tearsheet Editor-in-Chief, Zach Miller. At nearly eight years old, Avant is one of the pioneers in online lending. It has expanded its product set over the years to include banking functions for middle-income consumers. James Paris is the CEO of Avant and joins us on the podcast to talk about the growth of the company and the opportunities it has to fill a market gap serving its demographic. James previously led the firm's creation of the Amount Technology Platform, which as a B2B lending technology platform was spun off earlier this year. James Paris is my guest today on the Tearsheet Podcast. Great to be here. I'm James Paris. I'm the CEO of Avant. I've been at Avant for a little over five years and Avant is about seven and a half years old. We're a digital direct-to-consumer uh, digital bank where we've got a number of lending and credit products uh, today and con- continue, continuing to expand on those. So again, thanks for having me. Great to be here. It's great to have you, James. And and I, I'd like to talk about your your background at Avant because I think that speaks to the evolution the firm is having uh, alongside you or, or because of you. So can we talk about sort of your trajectory and, and what you were brought in to do and, and, and what you've done through your career there? Yeah, absolutely. I So I came to Avant originally focused very much around how the business was going to be funded, everything from equity to uh, to debt funding to loan mm-hmm. sales, and so maybe just a, a quick touch on the business. So Avant was founded seven and a half years ago, focused on middle class near prime consumers that effectively were not being uh, banked really very well by the um, traditional banks. Some brick and mortar players were out there, but nobody really doing it effectively from a digital standpoint. So we launched an, initially with a personal um, unsecured loan product. Since then, we've launched a credit card product about three years ago, which is uh, actually becoming quite big. We've got more credit card customers than loan customers today. Recently, an auto product. Um, but originally, I came in back to your question to focus around the funding for the company. So we raised uh, an equity round in the fall of 2015. It was the last time we've raised equity um, because of uh, Avant's actually become profitable in the ensuing years. Um, and then in addition to that, designing uh, sort of our approach around credit facilities, securitizations, uh, whole loan sales, and sort of the mix of all of those things to create, you know, stability and a, and a long, um, sort of a, a long runway for the company. We're a little bit different from some others from the standpoint that we actually embrace having uh, assets on the balance sheet. And we think that that helps us, you know, sort of ride our way through, um, different periods of volatility in the capital markets and in the real economy. Um, but after sort of spending a fair amount of time working on uh, our approach to all those things, I was able to take on a kind of a broader strategic role. And we identified some opportunities um, as we were thinking about how to partner with with big banks, because one of the things that we recognized pretty early on and how we position the company to um, to go uh, to try to serve near prime middle class customers was that it was not a customer base that was being served well by the banks. And part of that was structural. So from a regulatory standpoint, um, the additional capital that's required by banks um, to 
you know, effectively serve those customers is, um, is fairly prohibitive. And so we thought that that was a good structural barrier. We saw that the banks had, you know, real issues with their digital offerings, but we thought over time they'd overcome some of those tech challenges and be in a position to serve customers well. And, and we didn't really like the idea of competing with their near zero cost of capital from the standpoint of having insured federal deposits. So that was part of the fundamental um, strategy around how we set up Avant. Now, as we were out talking to banks, because we realized that they probably can't lend to two thirds of their deposit customers because they're not in that super prime prime category. What we discovered was that there was actually a, um, you know, a strong desire by the banks to, to be able to serve customers digitally um, and not so much maybe partner with us to, to sort of send their customers our way. And, and that was really the birth of the amount business where uh, we started to work with, dang, with banks to build digital uh, customized modular platforms for them. Um, and so I spent a lot of time and helped build up that business over a few years. And then um, about a year and a half ago, came back to Avant uh, basically as president with a path to, uh, to becoming CEO. So it's been, a, it's been an awesome five and a half years of get, getting to do a lot of different things. Awesome, and 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 thank you for that. And I'm glad you started with a with an overview of of, of Avant's business. Um, just before we leave Amount, um, can you talk about? I guess how, uh, you've launched that. I guess you spun it off at the beginning of this year, technically. And wh- where's that business? And 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 what's your viewpoint on on how that business is going? Yeah, absolutely. We uh, so we spun it off on January first, as you said. Uh, it's a separate company now. Um, and we've had two successful independent equity raises just on the amount business since mm-hmm. uh, since that spin out. So those were both um, recently announced and the business is so very well positioned from a capitalization standpoint and is very focused on uh, building digital uh, platforms for banks that can be used across a number of um, of key products for consumers. So uh, that would include lending products, credit card products, deposit products, uh, point of sale products, um, which are um, which are in development today with a number of banks. And so, Amount's got customers that have been publicly announced that include TD Bank, PNC, mm-hmm. HSBC, uh, BBVA, um, Banco Popular, and then a, and a handful of others that we have not yet publicly announced. So. Very excited about uh, the developments going on with that business, and they're a really a critical supplier to Avant as well. So they pro- they provide yeah, that was a lot. Be of my the, next question. Yeah, a lot of the key backend technology really that was developed over years and years within Avant is not um, bespoke to this near prime category per se. It's um, there's a lot of really advanced techniques around digital fraud prevention, account verification. And um, those kinds of um, processes that have been digitized and done in a way that provides a really good customer experience with as little friction as possible uh, that can be utilized across a range of, of products for, um, you know, for a bank or for a non-bank like Avant. So they're a critical supplier to us, and um, they've got a number of other bank clients as well, and the, uh, the business is doing great. Awesome. So, so, so let's come back to Avant. And you talked about, um, you know, sort of the expansion away from a monoline into other financial products. Um, can you talk, I guess, about the credit card product and, and the genesis of that and, and, and I guess how that aligns with, with uh, the general mandate of Avant? 
Absolutely. Uh, that's, um, that's a question that we could talk about for probably the entire time. So I think, you know, although we won't, but <laughs> <laughs> um, the, so the credit card product we launched about three years ago, and um, we intentionally positioned it to, to sit sort of adjacent to the loan product, meaning from an overall uh, demographic standpoint, if you think about it in terms of FICO, which we don't use for underwriting, but it's a good reference point. The loan um, business on a weighted average basis has about a 650 FICO score average, whereas the credit card business is in the 620 to 625 range. So for Avant, it, it's a few different considerations came into play in thinking about a credit card. Number one, the loan product is really solving a distinct need at a point in time where somebody's got a, you know, a major purchase or something happened, you know, maybe the roof repair or something like that, that they've got a, a need for funds um, that's urgent. And, you know, we're happy to help with that on the loan product. The credit card is very different as I think everybody knows it's a utility in your wallet or, you know, something you can use in an e-commerce setting uh, over and over again. And um, for us, we wanted to be able to, to supply, uh, you know, products that that meet multiple customer needs over time. And so, our vision, as you asked about, is to be really the premier uh, digital bank for the near prime uh, middle class consumer. So, uh, we think that it's essential to have a credit card product in the mix to be able to do that. Similarly, we are um, we've launched an auto product as well. And we see the opportunity to develop that more. But on the on the credit card side, we see a big opportunity because the credit card's positioned just a little bit down market from from the loan product. So as we see customers performing well and we get better and better underwriting in that category, we're able in some cases to graduate customers to where they they'd be eligible for a loan product because of our unique perspective on them um, with what we've seen with the credit card performance that they've uh, that they've had. So we're excited about the opportunities to effectively, from our standpoint, cross-sell the products in both directions to customers and be able to provide custom, meet customers' needs on both a one-time, you know, larger uh, dollar amount basis or, or on an ongoing basis. So um, we're very excited about about those opportunities. And on the credit card side, we've seen just tremendous growth. Um, so this year, We'll, we'll wind up issuing somewhere in the neighborhood of about 240,000 cards, um, which was relative to our plan this year of 250,000. So we, we had a, quite a bit of disruption from COVID in the first half of the year, but um, really demand recovered in a, in a very substantial way and performance has been really solid. And so um, we've seen a tremendous amount of growth. Uh, we intend to keep that going and we've got a number of investments we're making where we plan to actually expand the breadth of the credit card offering. And um, we're going to be including additional products within the credit card offering, both for um, a little bit of a, of a more upmarket product with uh, features like rewards, cash back, uh, promotional offers, as well as something that's more aimed at sort of emerging credit and thin file customers. So, we just see a tremendous opportunity for growth. There's a lot of white space, we think, in the credit card um, category that that is positioned really in that in that near prime um, arena, as opposed to um, in the deeper subprime area where there's there's quite a few competing cards, and mm -hmm. and um, that's really not our market. 
So, so I have a question for you, I guess, and, and your last answer alluded to this. Um, as you're expanding the product portfolio, it sounds like a little bit you're, you're both um, the cross-selling or sort of, sort of lateral moving of products to, to an existing customer, but it also sounds like you're kind of expanding the pie as well. Um, how, how do you think about that as, as you're thinking about launching new products? Yeah, you're right. It is what we're doing. We've, um, so we've done over seven, almost 8 billion of uh, unsecured loans over the course of Avant's existence uh, to, to consumers. Um, we've had, gosh, I think nearly 2 million um, overall transactions with consumers. So that's a lot of data. And so yeah. what we've been able to do over time is continue to expand our, um, our ability to underwrite, you know, beyond where we've where we've been most recently. And so what we do is we've got a very structured program uh, from a governance and a testing standpoint around uh, both, both product changes, um, underwriting changes, marketing changes. And so we're able to run very controlled tests where we'll authorize, you know, 5% of the volume for this period of time to be issued mm -hmm. under this alternate policy. And then we're able to sort of let that bake over three months, six months, nine months, whatever we determine is appropriate for a given test. And then we sort of see, well, what do we learn and should we make some modifications? And so we're continuously testing and um, it's, it's a way for us to continue to expand the pie essentially, as you say. Interesting. So, so can we, you, you mentioned the auto product. Can, can you, can you talk a little bit about more about what that is? Um, that wasn't actually correct grammar, but can you talk a little bit more about that? Um, and sort of what the thinking is there and, and maybe how that product, you know, fits into the rest of the portfolio and maybe differentiate if it does differentiate itself from other products on the market. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's, you know, it's early days for us, as I said, we're effectively in a, in a pilot today. So we haven't mm -hmm. issued a lot of loans, but we're, we're gathering data and similar to our credit card business where it probably took us, you know, a good 12 months of, you know, making sure that uh, the volume was relatively low as we experimented a little bit in terms of different marketing channels and different underwriting approaches to figure out like what was a good intersection between customer demand and our own, you know, strategies from a product and underwriting standpoint. So I think we'll follow a pretty similar path on the auto front. Where we're heading with this, um, where we think we'd like to get to is to be able to, uh, um, refinance existing auto loans on a direct-to-consumer basis and in in many cases where we think there could be a significant benefit to the consumer in terms of additional um, cash back from a proceeds standpoint in connection with that refinancing so maybe you've got a ten thousand or fifteen thousand dollar loan and um, it's refinanced with five thousand dollars into the consumer's pocket uh, without a dramatic increase in their um, in their monthly payments because you're able to extend out the maturity a bit. Um, we don't see a lot of that kind of product offering in the market, particularly uh, in a digital format where that's something that's available to customers. So we're always looking for markets where we think there's a bit of an imbalance between demand and supply. That's where we landed um, and positioned our credit card product. And we see the same kind of opportunity on the auto side. So ultimately this is all about being able to deliver the products that consumers use the most uh, and need the most and specifically with this near prime category. So credit cards and auto loans are about as um, 
you know, eponymous as, as you can get when it comes to a, a, a financial product that is used um, by your everyday consumers. So to us, they're critical as, um, as a means of rounding, continuing to round out our offering to our customers and, and also the data that we have historically. So we know exactly, you know, which of our customers have auto loans because we're, um, you know, we're able to see that on their credit reports. And so there's Sorry. a pretty big, um, there's a pretty big, you know, as we develop our own customer base larger and larger. And I think today we have about, about 650,000, 700,000 active customers on the platform, um, that ability to sort of uh, give them sort of curated, bespoke opportunities and offers, we think is pretty powerful as well. And so that's something we're working towards. So you have a lot on your plate. Um, you know, we're getting to the end of the conversation. Um, interested in, in, in what you think, like the biggest opportunities are for you next year. Like, what are you working on? What's in the pop pipeline? Like, where are you steering the company in 2021? Sure. Well, we talked about some of it. A uh, big part mm -hmm. of it's going to be continuing to grow the credit card business as, as we talked about going in some different directions there and uh, hopefully, you know, doubling it again next year. I think in addition to that, we touched on auto. The other really big one for us, um, both as a company and the broader market or ecosystem, I think, is the point of sale product. It's really exploding both in terms of um, installment products, you know, available at the point of sale to finance purchases, as well as uh, products that are, um, you know, sort of split pay uh, after pay type products. Um, and so that's a big opportunity and a big market. And we think that with COVID there's been obviously an acceleration in sort of all things digital and e-commerce and, and you're certainly seeing it in that space as well. So we're, we're going to be really excited to be bringing those products to market. And I think Avant's well positioned in that regard because, our, um, our skill set in underwriting in that near prime um, middle class category, there's, there's not a lot of players that really do that well. And so I think we represent a good opportunity uh, potentially to partner with, um, with other lenders that are maybe more interested in that super prime customer. Uh, so we're working on a few deals that, that are structured in that, uh, in that way and excited about some launches we have coming up in 2021 on the point of sale front. The other thing that I would say is, you know, we have been spending a lot of time around evaluating deposit products as well. Mm -hmm. um, that's a space that's where a lot is happening, a number of different approaches and um, something we continue to, to think hard about, both with respect to whether that's something we'd want to build or buy or partner. And so, um, you know, excited about some hopefully uh, developments on that front in 21 as well. James, great talking to you. And thanks for joining us on the Tier Sheet podcast today. Uh, it was my pleasure. Thanks so much for having us.